The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Our show is all about the exciting world of real estate, and in particular, how it relates to the lucrative New York market. But if you're not planning a real estate transaction in New York, we still have plenty of information that you can use no matter where you are. Now, here's your host, Vince Rocco. Hey, good morning, everybody. We're back after a two-week hiatus. I'm happy to be here. We have a great show today. I'm your host, Vince Rocco, and you're listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate here on Voice America and the Variety Channel. Today is Social Media Day, and we have a full hour of Getting Socially Smart. Let's remember that, Getting Socially Smart. So social media is the social interaction among people in which they create, share, or exchange information and ideas in virtual communities and networks. This is a group of Internet-based applications that build on the ideological and technological foundations and follow the creation of exchange of user-generated content. So what are some examples? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Tumblr, I'm probably leaving out several. But those, just to name a few, it's a phenomenon. And we love that word phenomenon, but we're going to talk to some interesting guests today to discuss exactly what phenomenon means. We're going to talk about how social media has gone from a bit player to a central marketing component for New York City's residential brokerages, for example, plus other corporate America jobs uh, or firms. Our panel of real estate experts will be on later in the program to discuss how social media has impacted their business. But up front first is Stephanie Bong. Good morning. She is known as the social media queen and is the founder and social media strategist for SV Consulting. She works for business events and conferences, helping business owners across the country in creating and managing their social media campaigns. Good morning, Stephanie. Nice to have you here. Good morning, Vince. Thank you for having me here. So let's just start out with the basic general. What is social media? What is this phenomenon that everybody keeps buzzing about more so today than, than ever? Social media is platforms to help your business, you know, open the doors to gain customers, to gain business exposure. Um, there's, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Google Plus, et cetera. There's so many, and it's just focusing on a few and really growing your business and really engaging with your customers online. I guess my question, you know, would be so, you know, what did we do before all this? Because I certainly remember. Uh, being in business for many years, that none of this existed. I mean, I can say I remember not even having voicemail, let alone email at work and little pink slips when I came back from lunch because people were trying to call me and leave messages. So we'll talk a little bit about, you know, uh, what this phenomenon really means. But in the meantime, you are known as the social media queen. Why is that? I am the social media queen because I'm here at business events, business conferences, all across social media and I'm a one woman team and I have numerous clients and I'm managing all their accounts and also teaching my own programs to teach business owners the basics and strategies of social media to really grow their business online. So you have a degree from Syracuse in entrepreneurship and emerging enterprise 
enterprises. Is that correct? That's correct. Plus marketing. Plus marketing. Exactly. So how did you get into the whole uh, pursuit of social media? What what about social media? Uh, got your attention in the very beginning. When I was at Syracuse, I um, was part of the entrepreneurship club. And in that club, um, there was the marketing officer position open. And with social media, that was just beginning. And then, you know, I was focusing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram just, you know, started blowing up and, you know, using social media to grow the club members in terms of promoting events, promoting student start businesses. So then I realized that with social media, it was more than just using personal, um, you know, posting with friends and, you know, the social life. You could actually use social media to grow your business, to be um, your to grow your personal professional and personal brand online. You know, let, let's just for the listening audience um, describe or define what entrepreneurship is. I love that uh, term. And I've known a few people in my in my day who have majored in that in school. But what is entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship is finding that one thing that you absolutely love and you're passionate about and it becomes a business that you actually make money for, but it's in the service of helping others. So finding that one thing and the one thing for me is realizing that social media was the one thing that business owners needed help with. So what types of programs do you develop um, and teach to small business owners? Because I can just imagine there was an array of uh, possible topics or, or things that they need to get done to start their business, grow their business, run their business. So what types of programs do you develop to help them do that? Absolutely. So it's a wide range of um, programs. It starts from the basics of social media, as in what is the difference between Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google+, YouTube, Tumblr, Pinterest, you know, the basics as to which platforms your business should be focusing on. And then we move into more advanced programs in terms of building the actual social media strategies to gain followers, to gain clients, to gain business. And then from there, you know, you, you utilize to you utilize social media to grow your business. So and also connecting with your customers. It becomes a customer service platform instead of having somebody in your company to take phone calls and emails. It's with social media, it's a quick um, a quick um, way to connect with your customers online. And they'll, you know, send you a tweet or a Facebook post that you could have somebody in your business to immediately respond to them. When you get a phone call from a business, I mean, and you go, you schedule an appointment and then you go in and have the initial conversation, I'd be willing to bet that most business owners, you know, across the board, young, medium, old, uh, whatever, don't really understand probably what your value can be when you come into their organization over time. So how do you, you know, how do you get into that company and how do you make these business leaders or owners actually understand what it is that you can bring to the table, what your tools are really all about? I use my results from previous clients and current clients in terms of what the social media result, you know, in terms of working with them. So from the beginning of working with their business to the current state and showing them the numbers, you know, with business owners, you want to see the results. Like if you invest in my services, what is my return on investment? So I use my previous clients and my experience in terms of getting that new client. Gotcha. So I would say I would, you know, integrate social media into an overall uh, large marketing plan or marketing strategy plan. How much of that marketing plan for a particular company uh, includes social media? Is it more social media these days and less other marketing stuff or is it kind of 50-50? Where does, where does that fit into the overall big picture of marketing plans? 
I would say social media takes up at least 50% of the overall marketing plan. You know, with social media, it's the purpose is to drive traffic to your website. You know, with social media, your your people that are following you, they're your consumers. And then when they actually make purchases on your website, then they become your customers. And then they talk about your business and your products and talking about how great it is on your social media platforms. And then that relates into email marketing and, you know, traditional marketing where you might still have like, TV ads or, you know, you're on radio shows, you know, TV shows talking about your business, your products. So I would say social media can definitely help your business get, you know, your exposure out there. And then you could connect with people who will eventually become your customers. And to compare and contrast, you know, social media today, all sort of free or all sort of Internet uh, driven Based on you know the old days of, of ads, pictorials, you know banners and and, and posters, whatever, um, it's more immediate. And I think because it's more immediate, business demand is uh, a lot faster and probably a lot better. Um, but you know, I I think why is it important? For the individual, not only just a business owner, for an individual, say, for example, you know, uh, uh, an independent agent, a real estate agent who's really his own business. Why is it is it smart today to be socially or, you know, uh, social media smart? Because there are some people who walk around, you know, they, they have a Facebook account and that's probably all. But why, you know, is it important for everybody to be socially smart today overall, including myself? I use several of these you know, apps, but I certainly am not schooled in all of them. So where, what's the benefit there? The benefit is, let's say, you know, you have your personal Facebook account and, you know, you're connected with your friends and you use your personal Facebook page to stay connected with friends. But there's a benefit to actually using it for a professional to grow your real estate business because, you know, you have your set of friends, but you want to expand your business outside of that network. So you can utilize a Facebook business page to stand out from your competitors by showcasing property listings, pictures, articles regarding the real estate news. And the same goes for Twitter, you know, and the same thing goes for Instagram and also making use of hashtags. That's really powerful in terms of social media marketing. I was going to ask you about that because hashtags, just, just the term hashtags makes me laugh. But anyway, let, let's talk about Instagram first. So why all of a sudden is Instagram becoming the major monster of you know, social media uh, applications? I use it, but for me, basically, it's just pictures. It's a pictorial you know, look at whatever you want to get out there. But it seems to be catching on like fire. Why? Over all of the others. The reason is especially the, in real estate. The reason reason is because it's a visual platform and it gives um, your audience a personal touch to you know your business side. And you know, with people, they love connecting on a personal touch. So the reason why Instagram is blowing up so quickly is because of the pictures and you could showcase 15 second video clips. So in terms of a real estate agent, you could take pictures of your properties. You could take a 15 second video tour of the property, you know, and then just include in more detail in the captions about the actual listing and, you know, listing your website and your contact info for where people could get in contact with you if they're interested in it. And that. all of these sites tie into to each other. So for example, if I'm taking a picture on Instagram and sending it out to my profile, whatever, that can go to Twitter, that can go to Facebook, or wherever else you want to send it, correct? Exactly. So it's not just going to Instagram. No, exactly. So when you post on Instagram, it goes directly to Facebook, to Twitter, Tumblr, and it also, 
you know, can be connected to your Facebook business page as well. Gotcha. So in the last three years, you know, again, we, we you know, social media has gone from being a bit player, you know, in New York to becoming or actually around the world to becoming a major force in marketing and branding for companies, you know, and individuals, again, as the, the broker uh, individual agent. Why? I mean, I, I mean, we, we've been talking about, you know, the, the specialness of, you know, social media, but why all of a sudden did it kick in and, and like almost overnight become the rage? I mean, because we've been, listen, I think on my Facebook account is probably seven years old, maybe eight years old. And, you know, we'd fool around with it here and there. And it was mostly for, you know, personal things. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like if you aren't on these uh, applications, if you're not participating, uh, it's like you're missing something. So all of a sudden, it's like it went from zero to 60. How, how did that happen? And well, what was driving that to ha- actually happen? The reason that I think that social media has been blowing up so quickly is that social media has become the platform for businesses to get exposure, you know, and then they can, you know, by the pictures they post and their articles that they're posting, that they're connecting with their audience. They're showing value with their audience. They're engaging with their audience. And from that, you know, the audience, the followers will, you know, share the posts and then repost the pictures and then get the conversation going. So let's say as a real estate agent, if you have a current client and you showcase, you know, your expertise in real estate and then with that client, they'll refer you over in their networks. And that's just the power of social media. Yeah, I sort of look at it like shelf life. Like when you put an, an article in a magazine, that magazine is going to stay on that coffee table for as long as you keep it there. And whenever you want to refer to it, it's there. I find the same thing with social media. Let's use Facebook for an example. Instagram, you know, if you want to go back into the archives and find something that someone posted or you can clearly save, you know, cut and paste, whatever. It's a good tool to have, you know, for archival stuff potentially and just going forward um, for new things. So um, that's Instagram. Tell me a little bit about Tumblr before we go. We have about a minute left before we go to break. What about Tumblr? Tumblr is also another visual platform. Um, It's easier to... The virality of the content is a lot quicker and easier to navigate um, versus Instagram. Um, so Tumblr is very popular with like artists, arts, um, because you repost the pictures directly versus with Instagram, you in order to repost the pictures, you have to go to a different app to repost or you take a screenshot and then you edit it and then, you know, share it on your pages. All right, listen, we have to go to break. Um, We'll be right back. But first, you are listening to Good Morning New York on the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't go away. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Put Blue Realty Group to work for you. Blue Realty Group is a full-service luxury real estate brokerage firm in Manhattan. With our global reach, unrivaled marketing capabilities, and veteran team, Blue serves some of the world's most exclusive and high-profile buyers and sellers. Visit us today at BlueRealtyGroup.com. At Blue Realty Group, we feel that people matter and results count. Our mission with you is to meet and deliver expectations to drive the results you want. We're ready now. Visit BlueRealtyGroup.com. That's B-L-U-RealtyGroup.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
You are listening to Good Morning New York, Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back. We're talking about this phenomenon called social media, and we're talking to Stephanie Vong. Stephanie, so how do you rank all of the social media outlets out there today? I mean, are there some that are better than others, some that are really a waste of time, more coming out or more improvements? I mean, Facebook, for example, uh, improves, it seems, weekly. So how do you rank all of the social media? By ranking social media, I would base it from, you know, my experience and what I see in my customers' um, accounts. I would say the most popular platforms would be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. The reason being is with those platforms, especially with YouTube, that's the video content and that's linked to Google. So you want to make your business um, SEO, you know, when you search for Google, you know, you want that to be really um, accurate. And then with Facebook, you know, everybody's on Facebook and with a Facebook business page, you could analyze your results, your analytics and Facebook is, is, isn't going to go anywhere. You know, it's always changing. It's always improving. With Instagram, as I mentioned before, you know, having the visual platform and make, and that makes it easier to share pictures onto Facebook, onto Twitter, onto Tumblr. LinkedIn is more for the professional industry. So I would say if your business is focused with, you know, the professionals like education, you know, LinkedIn is the platform for you to be in. So I was going to say it's more educational. I find very good information and, and articles to read on LinkedIn, probably more so than any place else. It's a very professional app. You're right. My question to you about Twitter is, you know, a lot of people say to me, well, I just don't have that much to say. And Twitter is sort of like an, an app that you just just tweeting things, thoughts out of your mind, whatever. And some people say to me, I just don't have enough to say. So what do, what do we do with that? And I think, well, just come up with what's important, even if it's a couple of times a day, get the message out there or get whatever you're trying to promote out there. But sometimes I think the same thing. And I could talk, but I think I don't have enough to say. How do we get around that for Twitter? I don't know. With Twitter, so you're limited to 140 characters. And it's That's also it's also you're supposed to include one to two hashtags and also a link to the article or to your website or your business, whatever it may be. So even with that, you're shortened in your actual content to say. But Twitter is very powerful, especially in terms of connecting with industry leaders. You know, so let's say if you're on Twitter and you search hashtag social media or hashtag SMM, which is social media marketing, you'll come up with a whole feed of all of these social media experts. And I tend to retweet their articles because I know that my followers enjoy reading about social media tips and everything. What are What is a hashtag? I probably go through each week, and this is the serious truth, each week asking at least four people, what is a hashtag? Why do I need to know what this is about? I see the symbol and I see the words. What on earth is a hashtag and why is it so important? A hashtag is a word or a group of words or a shortened version of your word that helps your business stand out from the noise on social media. So when you use a hashtag, as you know, if you look online, it at my hashtag, it's hashtag social media queen, and it'll come up with the whole feed when it's on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, Instagram. So if I, oh, okay, good point. So if I click on that hashtag, 
right? Social media queen, whatever. I will get every related story that you've posted under all of your social media. Correct. And also content that's been posted by other people about me. So again, that's the power of hashtags and social media marketing. So let's say if you're at a business event, a business conference, you know, they tend to have an event hashtag and that's where they manage all of these tweets, these Instagram posts about um, the pictures, the tweets regarding, you know, what the attendees are posting at these events. So again, that allows you to connect with people even before you meet them in person. You can connect with everybody online. That's the that's the great thing about social media. So is it safe to say that a hashtag that you create, you know, hashtag Vince Rocco, that's like my own social media platform? Exactly. That's actually your personal brand, your my personal brand, brand. Okay. as well. Um, so, you know, in terms of, you know, your radio show or, you know, your your business, you know, your real estate business, if you were to start posting with hashtag Vince Rocco, that will keep your brand tight on social media and that will help you know, boost your followers as well. Okay. I learned something. So now I have to just Great. keep in mind, every time I do something, I have to put a hashtag because listen, your own platform, why not? Especially for the radio or especially for my real estate business. Well, we're coming close to um, ending, but j- just give us some quick tips um, that w- you can share with business owners or independent real estate contractors on how they can grow their business. You know, we all understand social media. We all understand, you know, the the different platforms that are available. But quick tips on how mostly for people who haven't joined into that, you know, uh, arena yet. What could they do? I would say as real estate agents, you should focus on the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. And, you know, with that, just start branding yourself with your hashtag, your business hashtag as well. And then you should be taking pictures, posting relative articles regarding the real estate in the community and just the local news and everything so that you just share a variety of content. And with social media, make sure you keep it at an 80-20 rule, meaning 80% of the content should be about the community, the lifestyles, other content, articles. And then only 20% of your social media content should be about your actual programs, your actual business, your actual blog posts. And then the key to social media is consistency. And you could also use social media tools to auto-schedule your posts so that you're not on your phone, your computer all day thinking about what to post on social media. All right, listen, we have a caller. So, um, Precious, do you have a question for us? Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Precious. How are you? Good. Okay, I'll make it short. So I just wanted to make sure, uh, with social media, yes, I'm her happy client, but I just wanted to let her know I'm just shouting her out because she's, she's just an excellent. When she says she's a social media queen, she really is a social media queen. Well, that's I just a perfect say shout this. out. Okay, so, uh, uh, Stephanie, um, can you just say just a few thoughts on if you have a product-based business, business versus a service-based business, which ones are great for both, two different businesses, product-based like a lingerie company versus service-based, like being a coach? So the difference between um, a product service, a product-based business and a service-based business when it comes to social media? Yes. Okay. So for example, with your lingerie company, which is a product-based business, you know, creating the thing with product is that it's easier to, sh- to sell on social media. And I've mm-hmm. seen that um, since working with your company. Companies, actually. And, you know, when it comes to a product, you know, you should be taking pictures of your actual product and showcasing one new product each week. And then also creating themes um, 
every day, you know, that showcase, you know, what your company is about and what your vision is about as well. And then with the service-based business, um, and that's different from a product because, you know, with services, there's, you know, coaching packages and, you know, there's, it's, it's harder to sell your services on social media because you're mm-hmm. competing with all these other coaches. So how do you mm-hmm. stand out? You stand out by having your personal brand, your business brand. You have your certain title that you stand out with. So let's say for me, um, I am a social media expert, but I've, I've stood out from the crowd because I brand myself as the social media queen versus, you know, these other social media experts who just say they're a social media expert or, you know, they're a social media expert of Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. And with me, social media queen means I'm the social media queen of all the social media platforms. Love it. Precious, thank you for your call. And we're going to stop there. Stephanie, thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you today. Thank you for having me. Um, and we hope to see you back again soon. Okay. Thanks for having me. My next guest is Shama Kabani. She's a 27-year-old media whiz who runs the Marketing Zen Group, a Dallas, Texas-based digital marketing and public relations firm she founded in 2009. This year, the Marketing Zen uh, Group is on track to earn $2 million in revenue. Good morning, Shama. Hi there. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing well. Excited to be here. Same here. So, listen, I just said that your company is on track to make $2 million in revenue this year. That's pretty impressive. Um, what uh, is driving this you. revenue? You know, there's a couple of things driving the revenue. I think um, right from the beginning, sort of been early adopters in the field, and that's right time, right place, as you know. Just like in real estate across business, that's a very helpful, um, that's a very helpful strategic maneuver. Um and then, you know, one of the things that we've done is even though we started out as a social media consulting firm, over time we've grown to being a full-service web marketing digital PR firm. So as our clients wanted more, we've stepped up, we've delivered, and uh, and those integrated integrated strategies and tactics are really what's driving growth for us right now. Uh, in fact, to this day, we don't have an outbound sales team. Everyone who finds us finds us through current clients or our own web marketing efforts. So we really believe in walking the talk. You know, listen, your story is pretty fascinating. And, you know, when I was researching, I see you moved from Bangalore uh, to Dallas, Texas, where you excelled in school and had to pay for your own college education. You received scholarships to help out, and you attended the University of Texas at Austin. How did you find college life, you know, coming from another uh, land, foreign land, uh, and living in Dallas and then going to school here? What were you aiming to accomplish at the University of Texas? Uh, so I moved here when I was nine. So really, I mean, Dallas had been home for a very long time. So college wasn't so much a culture shock as, you know, moving initially from um, elementary school might have been. But college was always um, was always very exciting. I, my family, um, in the traditional sense, didn't ever really pressure us for college. But they were very, both my parents, they were very um, big proponents of constant education, so till this day, they don't ever feel like you know school is ever done. Uh, college just seemed like the next practical step where you could continue to grow. And I loved UT. I mean, one of the things about going to a big school like that is that you have a lot of resources at your disposal. You have a lot of things happening all the time, so you can make the most of it. Uh, so much of school happens uh, outside in terms of not just your classes, but you know what you make of the opportunities on campus too. I see. So. You know, how did you decide to work in social media? What was the driving force that got you wrapped up into this phenomenon, as we keep calling it this morning? 
really didn't exist <laughs> as right. an industry. So that was a great thing, but also a challenge. So when I um, graduated, I did my bachelor's and I did my master's in organizational communication and technology. And in fact, I did my thesis on Twitter. So this is not to say I wrote it in 140 characters. Well, I was going to ask you about common. that because it, I, I see that <laughs> yeah, you did your master's really thesis. Excited. Right. Students get really excited and they say, oh, 140 characters. No, not 140 characters. But um, just looking at why people use social networking, looking at why people were using Twitter, what was, uh, what was driving them. And, uh, you know, this was when Twitter had maybe 2,000 users. So very, very different environment, very different, uh, a very different scene. Um, when I finished my thesis and I was ready to graduate, I just, I mean, there was such a strong sense of this is where digital communication is going. This is where marketing and technology are headed. You know, I, I guess when you're part of the college system or the academic uh, academia world, you are able to see, in some ways, the forest from the trees. And so when I got out, I, you know, initially thought that I would get a job, um, except as we mentioned earlier, the problem was the industry didn't exist. I mean, what do you, you know, where would I get a job <laughs> for a title that didn't really exist? yet. Uh, and a lot of the bigger corporations were still, you know, they were still gun shy. They didn't quite understand, quite grasp what this was going to mean. I think this was a time where you could still sort of dig in your heels a little bit and be okay. Uh, of course, fast forward now and, you know, you, you look at pretty much anything and it's integrated with online marketing. So that's what propelled me to start my own company. And, uh, you know, sure it is about five years later and we've never looked back. Um, and in fact, a lot of those companies who didn't quite understand the value at the time are, are now clients. I, I just want to get a little, couple more things about Twitter. So, what what grabbed your interest back in the days when you were doing your thesis on Twitter? Why Twitter? Brand new, maybe two thousand users, as you said. Why Twitter? It was fascinating, and actually, that was my question. Why are people using this platform? To be honest, I was perplexed. <laughs> Um, you know, what's, what compels someone to share in 140 characters what they're doing? Like, you know, this, this site was, of course, network was quickly picking up speed, and I was just fascinated by why. Uh, and in fact, I, one of the things that I asked in my thesis was, why do people use social networking sites? Um, because my passion for it hasn't just been blind passion. It's very much been methodical and, and sort of trying to understand why people do the things that you do. And the reason that I found, uh, which I think is, is fascinating from a marketing perspective, is, you know, we think it's to connect with other people, which, of course, is, is true, but it's secondary. The primary reason people use social networking sites across the board is to showcase their own identity. Shama, hold it, I, ho- Shama, hold it right there. We, <laughs> hold it right there. We have to take a break, but we'll come right back. You're listening to okay. Good Morning New York on the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't go away. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Put Blue Realty Group to work for you. Blue Realty Group is a full-service luxury real estate brokerage firm in Manhattan. With our global reach, unrivaled marketing capabilities, and veteran team, Blue serves some of the world's most exclusive and high-profile buyers and sellers. Visit us today at bluerealtygroup.com. At Blue Realty Group, we feel that people matter and results count. Our mission with you is to meet and deliver expectations to drive the results you want. We're ready now. Visit BlueRealtyGroup.com. That's B-L-U-RealtyGroup.com. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, we're back. Shama, sorry for that, but we have to pay the bills. You know, these commercials are too much. Anyway, let me ask you this. So your initial interest in working in corporate America using your media background wasn't easy, as we all know in our own experiences, because the corporate world was not yet ready for taking social media seriously at the time. What did you do after that? I mean, I know you took $1,500 and started your own company. Take us through that progression, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. So, you know, the wonderful thing, I think, being at a precipice any time you're in life like that is um, you don't have a lot to lose. <laughs> you know, so here I was, 23, I had a graduate degree, um, 4.0 GPA, something I was passionate about, except there was no industry for what, I, what I'd learned and what I, what I felt like. It's kind of like being, you know, a, a little ahead of the time at the moment. And was. Uh, you had these huge companies that were, you know, corporate America, which is very slow, and of course, kind of like the, it took them a long time to get on board. You had smaller businesses at the same time who were eager because they said, you know, hey, look, this is the worst recession since the time of our grandparents. If we can figure out a way to drive more customers, we'll do it, and we're open to trying new things. So, well, the bigger corporations weren't on board here. Smaller businesses, small businesses were our first clients. And it was so funny because I would go to, you know, these interviews and they'd say, we don't really understand what this world is. And, you know, we don't ever see a place for this in, in our, in our, um, in, in, in sort of how our marketing is structured. And, um, I would be talking to these small business owners who were like, yeah, hey, if you can help us figure this out, we, we'd love it. Let's, let's do this. Um, so in, in that way, the business really, the business really took off on its own because there was a ready market demand. It just wasn't initially in from the corporate sector over time. Now more of our clients are, are, are corporations. Uh, but that was a gradual, that was a gradual shift. And, uh, yeah, so we, we always had demand. And, you know, we, one of the big things about social media is really you have to educate people. It's a great tool to out educate your competitors. I know earlier, um, you were talking with your guest and you talked about Twitter and how, you know, what if you have nothing to say? And I'm a big proponent of don't mistake the medium for the message. If you have nothing to say, don't say it. <laughs> Take the time I, to figure out what you're going to say that's going to be valuable. And if it's not well valuable, said. it's worth, you know, don't add to the clutter. Um, it's often this, like, let's, let's just throw in a few things and see what sticks. And it's this kind of attitude that I think overall turns off people because they go, oh, it's, there's so much noise. People feel compelled to say something just because they feel like they've been given a platform. But, you know, I think what's more important is to step back and say, what are my business goals? Ask the bigger questions. What is my audience going to actually find valuable? And then put that out there. You know, take time to cultivate that. Um, that's how we grew the business. It was all, there were, you know, we have a blog, still a company blog, and we've kept, uh, sometimes I personally used to blog twice a day on topics that I thought were relevant. I mean, so if you spend, you know, if you spend 
if you have an hour and you spend 45 minutes of that or 50 minutes of that or even 55 minutes of that creating something that's going to be valuable and find minutes sharing that, that's way more powerful than figuring out, you know, what, let's throw something out there and, uh, because we have this platform that we now just have to use. Shama, Marketing Zen, you know, has a lot of top clients. Who are these clients and how do you find your clients? Our clients are across the board. They're B2B, they're B2C. We work with everyone from um, investment banks to uh, men's apparel um, to nonprofits, which is also strategic because it allows us to cross-pollinate ideas across industries. And they find us. I mean, I, we really walk our talk. All our clients come to us from current client referrals uh, to new clients and our own inbound you know, marketing efforts, our own education efforts. We have zero sales force. That's very interesting. So, you know, you've taken the company from a consulting business into the, this full-fledged digital agency, and it's obviously paid off. What, what today is the focus of your company with all of your clients? Is it a consistent message, a unified message? Is it different for everybody? What is the actual focus of the company? Our focus is always what are, what, what are our clients' strategic business goals and then creating a strategy and implementing that consistently across the board and measuring results. One of the things that we've learned is, you know, marketing is not a one-trick pony. It's not a one, it's not a one-shot thing. So for example, if you don't have a good sense of what you're trying to accomplish or, um, you know, you're going to do a social media campaign, for example, but you have a terrible website, you don't, you know, you're going to send people there and it's not going to convert. And quote unquote social media is never going to work for you because it's just part of the, it's just one piece of the puzzle, right? There's a much bigger marketing picture, much bigger branding picture. There's differentiators. All these business principles and, and what's important didn't disappear when social media came to the, <laughs> to the scene. It just amplified it. So whatever you have gets amplified through, through technology, through digital media, through digital marketing. And so it's very important to figure out all your pieces so you're not depending on, you know, because you're never going to send out a few tweets and, and business comes pouring in. I think that level of expectation is, is totally false. And it gives people a sense of, oh, but I tried it and it didn't work, when really it needs to be part of a much bigger, well-thought-out picture that you then consistently execute on. And it's not easy, but that's where the ROI is. You authored the book, The Zen of Social Media Marketing, An Easier Way to Build Credibility, Generate Buzz, and Increase Revenue. Tell us about that book and how are book sales? Um, you know, the, the book has done fantastic. We've been very, very grateful for its success. It's actually in its third edition. Um, it's used as a college textbook to teach social media across universities um, around the world, actually. So that's been a very gratifying experience. I initially wrote it because there were no resources that I could send people to that were not just theoretical, uh, but really provided sort of hands-on, like a good primer. There was nothing that out there. So that's when I wrote the first ebook, which then got picked up by a publisher. And uh, of course, now it's in its third edition. So um that's been that's been a really neat experience and uh, i recommend it for anybody who feels like they're a beginner i i do think that's a great primer uh for if you're further advanced than there's other books out there but it was always written as a primer all right we've got about 2 minutes left and i wanted to ask you what in your opinion are the best social media tools out there today and do you have any personal favorites that you tend to use more often yeah i'll share that and i'll preface it with don't choose tools because the tools seem neat or someone else likes them or recommends them. Choose them based on your needs. 
right? So for example, if you are, if you have a, a, a listing that you're really trying to showcase and you think it has a great attribute, then you know that that visual component needs to be shared. So then you would look for tools that allow you to do that. Does that make sense? I really, like, that's something I just really want to convey before we get into, you know, what tools are neat, which is really yeah. the bigger question of what tools do I actually need, if any, <laughs> to do what I'm trying to do. Thank you so much. I wanted to say thank you for joining us this morning. Hope to have you back again soon. Your tips uh, are very um are very uh, helpful to us and for some of us who use social media but not nearly enough. I've learned a lot this morning from both both of my guests. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you very soon. My pleasure. Okay. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Put Blue Realty Group to work for you. Blue Realty Group is a full-service luxury real estate brokerage firm in Manhattan. With our global reach, unrivaled marketing capabilities, and veteran team, Blue serves some of the world's most exclusive and high-profile buyers and sellers. Visit us today at BlueRealtyGroup.com. At Blue Realty Group, we feel that people matter and results count. Our mission with you is to meet and deliver expectations to drive the results you want. We're ready now. Visit BlueRealtyGroup.com. That's B-L-U-RealtyGroup.com. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. Joining me today are my panelists, Justina Zika, Niall Lundgren, Rachel Altschuler and Deborah Hoffman. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you today? Doing all right. Really great. great. Listen, sorry I missed you guys last week, um, but we're going to put that together again with a li little more notice, and I'm certainly planning to be there, so I apologize for missing it anyway. What did you think about the guests this morning? You know, we've heard so many experts talk about, just in our own you know, work world, about social media. What are your thoughts and comments on this phenomenon? I think the guests were wonderful and very valuable to us. I think what people don't realize about social media is the way the telephone was important to our grandparents, and people were very skeptical about it at first, and people shared lines, had party lines. Social media is the same thing to our generation, and we really have to hop on board because it really is the wave of the future for our businesses. Niall, how do you deploy social media in your individual business of real estate, in your company, uh, for your agents, and more uh, especially for your own individual business? So starting with, with the agents, I think first and foremost, we have all of our agents are required to have Instagram, Twitter, um, and even have their own blog. So I, I make them, when they start up, um, you know, create their own domain name and then have a blog. I think that's important to start off with so that Google 
um, recognizes you as a real estate professional, right? The first thing that's going to happen is that people are going to Google you. So you have to have some content besides the Dalian.com um, website that, you know, relates to being in real estate. So that's the first thing, um, and I think that's really important. I think it's a, it, the way that I do it, and that's how I started um, doing social media is with my own blog, and that's kind of how I tie in all of my different social media um, so I think, you know, with your own blog, you, then you can relay that through. And what I do is I, I write blog posts, and then I post them on Facebook, or I'll put a tweet out um, with my blog post. So I'm always relaying people back to my blog. So, I mean, there's, there's a number of different ways that you can do it, but I think just uh, the way that I do it is having a blog as a central, central point and then leveraging Instagram and Facebook and YouTube um, and LinkedIn all off of that. Now, let me ask you this, because I asked uh, Stephanie a little while uh, ago in the program, you know, it seems like we've gone from zero to 90 or zero to 60, whatever uh, it is, in social media. You know, it's always been around. I was a a Facebook user probably seven, eight years ago. But all of a sudden, I'm finding in my own personal business of real estate, also with my agents, that an increased sense of urgency to be really involved in social media. Are you feeling the same way? I mean, do all of a sudden the last six months or a year, has it made a difference in your attempts at social media more so than other, uh, more so than Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, I think the big thing is that there's a game being played, you know, whether you like it or not, you can either ignore it or you can participate in it. And, you know, I'm trying to participate in it as much as I can. It's not, especially in real estate, it's not so much, selling um, the property that you have, but it's selling the lifestyle, selling the culture of New York City. So the more that you can, you know, be out there engaging um, with your with your clients or your potential customers, that's really important. A, a really cool, cool thing that happened to me recently is, you know, I think why it's so valuable is that it constantly reminds people that you're in real estate. I was uh, actually had a friend of mine, very close friend. He lives in L.A. Um, he's relocating to New York City, and he actually texted me, literally 30 seconds after I made an Instagram post uh, a couple weeks ago, and he just texted me, hey, man, forgot you were in real estate. I'm moving to New York City, and I'm looking for uh, a broker to help me buy. Right? And it was, it's just so funny. Like, he's a really good friend of mine. I've been in real estate my entire professional career, and he forgot. You know, I was in real estate. But then that Instagram post Classic stories. reminded him. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, classic stories. I, I, I've had about many of those myself. And the longer you stay in the business, you see exactly that. Oh, I forgot you were a real estate agent. Well, really? Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> well, it happens. Um, Deborah, so have you seen an impact on your business um, as you deploy social media tools um, these days more so than not? I definitely have. Um, I'm very active on Facebook. And as your first guest said, People have to get to know you as a person and who you are and what you do, and then your business should be maybe 20% of it. So I will post my open houses on Facebook, and friends who I had from 10, 15 years ago will show up because all of a sudden they're looking for a pied-à-terre. They're looking for an apartment to buy for their child, which is amazing. In addition, I don't blog the way Niall and other people do. I tried it a number of years ago. It doesn't fit in with my lifestyle but I do send out an email newsletter every week and I have gotten listings from that. People were following it for the longest time. I had no idea. I had no idea who these people were who even called me, but they were on my list. Yeah. That's interesting because I've I've seen that as well. Um, Rachel, do you have a favorite um, app or medium one over the other? Do you use one, 
one platform you, more than I other. I think you know which one it is. It is definitely <laughs> Facebook for me. I am I so old school, mostly because my last name means old school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty much a Facebooker. I, I think my social media experience has changed in a way that forces me to be informative. And I find that a lot of agents, not successful experience agents, but a lot of agents are bragging as opposed to being informative. And I think that's really important. Instead of people don't want to hear like, I made this much money and I'm doing this deal. They want to know how can I learn from that? Can I learn about the neighborhood? Can I learn about the building? Or something really funny, like I love posting random things like hot chocolate served at my open house or just something really interesting, a funny thing that happened to a client, because that's how people remember, because everyone knows about 47 brokers. How are you going to stand out is the key. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, Shama said earlier, you know, in, in in her piece that, you know, pick the right words, choose the right information to put out there, because, listen, you know, the social media, all of these platforms can get very noisy and, mm-hmm. you know, just not necessary. And I try to do the same thing in my business. I try to keep it very informative. Actually, a friend of mine said to me just a couple of days ago at a dinner party, he said, you know, I'm getting a little fed up with I, – I, he probably was talking about Facebook. Uh, and he said, you know, people people seem to be bragging these days and, and putting out nonsense more so than what you just said, Rachel, informative information or fun stuff that, you know, your friends or family or business associates would be interested in. So I, I get that and I also have a problem with that. Uh, Justine, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. So what – do you have a favorite platform? Do you pick one over the other? Um. I think Facebook as well, just because it's it's a little bit more old school than the rest of them and, and over the years. I mean, I started Facebook, I think, in 2004. So um, I've, you know, built a, a group of followers and friends and everyone I've known from high school, you know, college and grad school, we're all friends on there. And um, I think what Rachel was saying is you have to share informative information that makes, that conveys to individuals that you are an industry expert um, there's, you know, somewhere between 20,000 and 30,000 agents in New York City, and you have to stand out. Right. Um, and by showing that you know what you're talking about, that you want to educate um, prospective tenants and buyers and sellers, um, I think that Facebook is a great medium for that. It's easy posting. You can share it across a bunch of other sites. Um, and on business pages, you can also track how many people have actually seen your posts. And I think that's really helpful because you know then what people want, or what people are liking to read. Um, do they? So if I post a listing, um, I'll get a few less reads on that than if I post a really interesting article, which makes sense. Um, so yeah, Facebook has been the preferred medium, but um, I've been working the past couple of months on starting a blog, and I think this was it was Stephanie who was, who was talking about the power of YouTube. Um, so I'll be doing more YouTube videos of, of new listings as well as you know interviews with mortgage brokers and other industry experts. Um, I think people like to multitask and, and watching a video while doing something else really, really helps with that. Yeah, you know, we talked um, with uh, Stephanie a little while ago, too, about Instagram. And, you know, I, I find Instagram quite amusing, but you know, we'll get to that, you know, another time. But, you know, as you just said, to stand out as a broker, you know, I've had a couple of the million-dollar listing guys on the program over the past couple of weeks, and those of us here in New York who may have be may, may be friends with them, uh, either personally or professionally through our real estate business, you know, they use Instagram quite a lot, and um, you know, it, this is a visual business, as we know, and and real estate is all about the pictures and the floor plans and and, and the pretty gardens and the whatever else. 
And so, you know, my my question to you is, you know, what are your thoughts on Instagram being very visual and how does it help you individually in your business or are you not yet using Instagram? I mean, I have an account and I use it, but I'm, I will tell you that I need to do a lot more with it. Are we all on the same page with that or are you guys really looking at it? I think, I think we could always do a lot more with, with uh, social media. But Instagram, I think, is a great medium. I think as, as brokers, right, what we see is very unique because we're always at, like, tops of buildings or in penthouse apartments, and we have unique views and perspectives. So I constantly am taking pictures of different landscapes or views that I have, um, and then I'm posting. And then I usually get a lot of likes because of that because, you know, normal people who are in nine-to-five jobs working in a cubicle, they don't get to see what we see. And by presenting that, it, it just it, it adds to a more allure um, in terms of, like, the type of lifestyle that we live as brokers. Obviously, it's a very difficult, it's a difficult job, and we're out running around um, like crazy. But we also see a lot of cool stuff, and we see New York City in a different light that I think a lot of other people do. I agree. So on the heels of that, do, do any of you have any criticism of social media or any one uh, app in particular? And it's not a negative. It's just, you know, it, 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 all of these apps don't work for all of us potentially. So is there any criticism out there or do you feel that one of them can be better improved, more improved? I think the most difficult thing with social media, especially something like having a blog or Facebook is how often to do this. I've heard two schools of thought. One, there's certain times of day in the morning where people are getting into work. Uh, lunchtime, at the end of the day, people are looking at their social media. And that makes sense. But I've heard from clients and from friends that don't you ever speak about anything else but real estate? Which I do. Eighty <laughs> percent of what I speak about is not real estate, but it's a funny perception. So right. I think it's finding that, that point of where everyone is really paying attention to you. Right. Um, so what I learned earlier today in, in conversation is I got a better clarification on hashtags. I mean, you know, uh, and again, I laugh at, at this uh, use, but I never really quite understood it. And what I actually learned a little while ago was that it's your own personal platform, you know, uh, hashtag Vince Rocco, as I said earlier on the show. All right, so anytime someone clicks on that, they'll see everything that's related to whatever Vince Rocco means, real estate, personal, you know, whatever. How do you guys feel about that? Do you use it? In the beginning, I thought it was a lot of clutter, a lot of extra words, a lot of whatever in a, in a, in a post. But now I'm finding more and more people are using it, and today I'm understanding better what it means. How do you guys feel about hashtags? Vince, like Stephanie was saying before, I think you have to be really creative with it. So she has um, she has a social media queen hashtag, which, you know, it's, it's inventive. It represents her. But if you do hashtag real estate um, across Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but especially Twitter, real estate is trending all of the time. It's a hot industry. Um, so you have to, I think with hashtags, you have to be creative or otherwise you're just getting, you know, stuck with everybody else's posts just posting about the same thing. Um, so it's a matter of creativity rather than just, you know, throwing a hashtag out there to, to get some attention. All right. Listen, I can't end a, a social media conversation with all of you without asking about the infamous selfie. How many of you took selfies this weekend? <laughs> I think that's mandatory, right, Vince? It's almost <laughs> mandatory. I can't even believe the word is used 50 times a day to the point where I can't even deal with it. But listen... <laughs> 
if we want to become part of this phenomenon, we have to take selfies. Anyway, I have five <laughs> habits of social media success. One, have a morning planning session with yourself. Two, utilize resources and tools to help measure the impact of your business. Three, unplug once a week to recharge and then plug back in. Next, create an emerging and engaging rather content strategy to reach your audience and change it up from time to time. And last, work with a team you trust because you can't do it alone. Okay, so that's social media for today on next week's show. Good morning, New York. Uh, we'll be back and with an exciting interview with best-selling author Michael Gross. Michael Gross yeah. recently released House of Outrageous Fortune, which talks about the iconic condo on Central Park West that has received the world's attention. This will be a fascinating conversation. Until next time, uh, thank you for joining me, and I look forward to being with you next Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, live on the Variety Channel here at Voice America. You can always catch the show later in the day or anytime on our website, voiceamerica.com. Remember, you can tweet me at Vince Rocco or find me on Facebook. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please join us for another edition of Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Here's hoping all of your transactions are successful ones.